0: This is Let's Talk About Weed, the Cannaboomers podcast, CBD, microdosing, and all things related to medical cannabis for baby boomers. From San Diego, here's your host, Thomas J. Hey, it's Tom here with the Cannaboomers podcast. I'm here today with Chris Husong, co-founder and CEO of Club M. Club M has been active uh, since... Before legalization in California?
1: Correct. We um, formed as a, a non-profit collective and uh, began delivering uh, cannabis, uh, marijuana, music, munchies, and merchandise in the club inbox all over, uh, a little over two and a half years ago.
0: Well, so almost like a dispensary, like an online dispensary.
1: Yes, it's absolutely set up as a dispensary and a collective that way.
0: Wow. So uh, what were some of the early challenges before legalization? I mean, everyone had to have their card, right?
1: Well, um, to give you a good framework, to, to me, um, before legalization, it was a lot easier um, to be in business and to help um, be a part of this process. Um, while legalization is good, we're going through a lot of growing pains. Uh, a lot of the vendors that I used to work with, a lot of the delivery channels that I used to work with, Um, a lot of the products, the growers aren't around anymore. I mean, about 50 to 60% of the people that I used to work with are in some form of not in existence, still trying to figure it out, making a shift in their business. Um, it's, it's actually very difficult right now. Plus the amount of taxes that we have to pay, um, is gone up, you know, from zero to 8% to 30% almost, um, when you're selling recreational products. So uh, the challenges for me started first when I started it because I wasn't in the cannabis business um, until I started working and developing and and creating Clubham. Wow. So did those businesses
0: get acquired or are they shifting their footing to trying to produce more or why? what happened to all those those businesses? Well, they're trying to get licenses. Okay. They're
1: trying to get uh, licensed facilities. They're trying to um, get their legal paperwork. Um, a lot of them didn't plan ahead of time. You know, it's all this coming. Um, a lot of them don't have the money. They're, you know, their mom and pop shops. And it was great uh, working with a lot of them. And we took pride in working with the independent, smaller um, producers of product at Club M. It was, it was a ability to give those people exposure and let, you know, people throughout California try the different products that are pretty regionally based. Um, So it it has been a challenge for us, for sure. Uh, A lot of new players are coming to the market, which is great, Um, but it is is something that we're working through right now.
0: I guess I should back up and talk about the product. Um, You know, I got the first one, it was a a gorgeous box that you can put on the shelf and it was well packaged and it was really a delight to open it and and see all these products. you found, you found a market for that, uh, sort of a high-end luxury market that maybe a lot of people didn't see. Um, can, you, can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. So, um, as I mentioned early on, uh, I wasn't in the cannabis business initially. Uh, what I uh, love as a person is helping people um, upgrade their lives and reach dreams and goals. And what I learned from cannabis was a lot of people are using cannabis to upgrade their lives. to to give them more empathy, to give them more creativity, to allow them to recover faster, allow them to sleep better, to enhance moods, to create relationships, to share things. And all of that speaks to high end for me. All that speaks to top shelf. All that speaks to things that I want to invest in myself. So I wanted to create an experience for people that allowed them to do so. Um, and also make it so that they felt good about that purchase, that they had pride of ownership. And what i would noticed is that a lot of people um, were intimidated by the cannabis market, were uneducated about the cannabis market, wanted to try it, you know, didn't know. And so we created an experience where people could get marijuana, music, munchies, and merchandise delivered every month in a curated theme that would teach them about the product, create, deliver new products and bring them um, a theme or an idea or an intention that would allow them to um, experience together with other people and share the different cannabis products that we delivered. So you're delivering a, a really
0: high quality product. They don't have to get in the car and go to a dispensary. Correct. Much less meet somebody um, who kind of, <laughs> yeah. like like the old days. Correct.
1: Yeah. No Walmart parking lot. <laughs>
0: Um, and there's privacy. Uh, Discreet. It, it shows up in a, in a box
1: that yeah. is... Which is less and less you know, important now. It's more about safety and security um, that we're really concerned about. And initially, when we talked about people were very in the closet around cannabis. And more and more, that's not the case, especially here in California, one of the largest cannabis markets in the world. It's very accepting. But still, people don't necessarily want... Everybody know what they bought and when they got it, and but um, our packaging and our the way we deliver our products and and get the products to people is more about safety, security, worrying about um, of that more for people than necessarily being discreet because they're concerned about somebody knowing about what they're getting.
0: Right, and you mentioned experience, um, and I know you've talked about perfect moments. That, yep, that, that that's an aspect that. Um, comes up when, when you're talking about consuming cannabis and some of the different products you've had, um, it's not just flour, there's concentrates, there's tinctures, there's other kinds of Baves, topicals. and edibles yeah so absolutely. What are some of the more unusual ones that you've sent out?
1: So Club M delivers you know all those different types of products, all those different types of experiences in a box that looks like an encyclopedia. Um, because when I was a kid, I was really excited about getting an encyclopedia as a kid. So it's got a spine that says the theme on it. There's volume numbers. We just delivered volume 28 wow. um, just recently. And, um, you know, for example, Drive was last month. And the idea was uh, stimulating your brain and driving towards your goals and moving forward and those type of ideas. The, creating those themes and creating the products that meet those themes... Um, takes a a fair amount of planning and idea and creativity. Um, The most interesting product that I thought that we delivered was actually one of our our most complained about um, products was when I, uh, for uh, a Thanksgiving uh, event, delivered our theme feast, which was uh, the ability for you to get an infused dinner that was an Italian dinner that we had made by a cannabis chef. Uh, uh, He made the spaghetti sauce he made the infused dessert he made the infused drinks we had an entire meal for two that was created in there and uh, you could cook it yourself well i thought that was very creative and especially with the big boom around having meal planning and prepping delivered to you and thought we would put our own club m stamp on that idea and overall the feedback was i don't want to cook (laughs) abs and some of the things that people might not be so familiar with Absolutely. We're always looking for new products, things that you might not be able to get to your local dispensary, um, things that you might not have tried before, always high quality, well-tested, well-packaged products um, to make sure that you're getting the best, but also looking for the newer, the innovative, the new guy in the block, the, the really cool high-end thing. You know, we, we work closely with a company called Canicars, and um, those are custom cannabis cigars really closely with a company called VapeXHale, which makes an amazing uh device that allows you to inhale cannabis the flower or concentrate without burning it or without combusting Um, so you get very efficient very clean high Um, we work with amazing edible companies to make sure that you get high quality parts of that you know the chocolate and the nuts and the you know even vegan and paleo energy bars and and all organic drinks and things like that as well to make sure that you're getting the best.
0: And then another aspect of this is when someone finds something they like, mm-hmm. they come back to the store and absolutely in order. And not all of your customers are getting the box. Some are just coming. To Correct. The, yeah, yeah,
1: some people um, join Club M and they get subscription for life. They just keep getting it every month because they think it's the amazing thing. It's like getting the new iPhone every month. And uh they're the new kid on the block every they can share it. they can create moments they keep the the books on their shelf and you know display them proudly. Other people join for two, three months, and then decide, you know what uh, you know I'm gonna pause my subscription for now and just you know buy things when I need them. Uh, others you know go on trips to Tahiti and you know don't need it boxes stacking up on their on their porch so then they pause for a little bit but uh then there's other customers that just enjoy the amount of selection of products that we've curated over the years. And you know they find it's it's a very amazing way to get your products delivered to you and, and a good selection and an easy purchase. And what we're most renowned for is our customer service. We have an amazing customer service team that is there for you to answer any question and to make sure that you get your products and you're, you enjoy them.
0: If you, if the mic is picking up the snoring, that's Chunk. <laughs>
1: that's my bulldog. It's not me. I'm not asleep.
0: <laughs> He's very comfortable here, which is a good thing. Um, and you you uh, had an amazing box last year that uh, cost the, the one that cost over twenty thousand dollars. Is that?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So um, you mentioned early on, you know, luxury cannabis box, right? And we position ourselves that way. We look at it as as a as a top shelf type thing. But at a hundred bucks, you know, a lot of people spend more than that on cannabis every month easily. Yeah. And the feedback I kept getting. From um, people was, wow, your box is too expensive. You know, you should lower your price because the average subscription box for people that they're used to is getting you know thirty or forty dollars worth of sample stuff. Well, we deliver full size products. It's not the same, but um, in my in my ability to or desire to create the value and show contrast, I launched the thousand dollar box, and um, that was uh, mainly a. A, a, bill, a reason to create contrast to show that this is actually a really good value. $100 to get $200 worth of product. This is what $1,000 looks like. But in comparison, you're getting a really good deal with this $100 box. Didn't expect to sell hardly any of them, if any, at the time. Well, we've sold hundreds of them. It's one of our favorite products. You know that people request um, throughout since then. And that was over almost a year and a half ago that we launched that box. And we were, you know, got international press and recognition for that box. Well, when it came to last year, just before recreational, and there was a lot of, um, you know, what are we going to do for the fourth quarter? How are we going to top the $1,000 box, the M1K box? Um, and our, our primary colors are black and gold. So we decided to actually launch the 24K box, 24 k box, $24,000 box, with a custom treasure chest and gold-encrusted vape pens and diamonds and gold tips with platinum turbines and <laughs> All sorts of amazing things from Queen Kush, who makes custom um, Swarovski crystal vape pens, and
0: just the highest, top-end stuffy best yeah.
1: weed that was infused with twenty-four karat gold. So you're actually smoking gold. <laughs> um, and again, the idea was just to stretch everybody's mind again to say, look, you know, there's there's bigger, there's better, there's amazing. And uh, we still, we sold two of them. Wow. Uh, you know, so it's, it keeps growing. People are out there. There's a market for high-end. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I know that
0: there was a lot of thought that went into the design of the Club M logo and animal. Yeah.
1: Um, can you address that? Sure. So initially, I kind of addressed it earlier. The, the idea was um, an encyclopedia, mm-hmm. right, that, that I would get every month. I was really geeky and loved it as a kid. And, and that just getting something in the mail um, that was new and different, and something I could learn, and, and it just helped me a ton as a kid. And that's what I wanted to help experience now. Additionally, when we built the logo, uh, the owl, and it is very symbolic. Um, that would ha- an owl in most indigenous societies is a uh, messenger that delivers you wisdom, that delivers you. Messages like right in the, Harry Potter, yeah, like in Harry Potter, <laughs> not an indigenous society, but <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um, so, Hedwig, kind of the <laughs> way it works. But uh, that's that's one, and then also in studying the letter M, which is so prevalent through our through our marketing, is that the owl also is translated into the letter M in hieroglyphics. So that's where that came from. Additionally, the other symbols around us are just to feel like exclusive and high end. And, something that you would be proud of and have proud of, pride of ownership. Um, on the spine, we also, you mentioned perfect moments. That's the idea, is every month we want to deliver you a perfect moment that you can have and share with others.
0: And that, that's resonated. I mean, people like the, the owl holding the key and just the, the experience of mm-hmm. getting a book and uh, just opening it up, seeing what's in there. There's
1: a YouTube video after YouTube video and Instagram post after Instagram post of people just you know, being so happy that it's Christmas every month they get their inbox delivered to them. That's nice. So it is, it is really nice. Uh, One of my favorite experiences early on in uh, Club MC creation was having to hand deliver, you know, um, several of the boxes and people are just, you know, they want to hug you. They're just so happy to get uh, their inbox every month and it's, it's an amazing thing to see. It's very rewarding. Um, are these
0: still delivered by courier, or how do you? We do- have a
1: private courier, mm-hmm. private courier network here in California
0: that delivers the us. And again, at least it's more secure, it's more private. And exactly. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of rumbling about. Um, despite you know having Jeff Sessions uh, in charge, maybe there's movement. You know, John Boehner's working in cannabis now, and Mitch McConnell has made moves about legalizing hemp. So there's, I'm hearing people talk about um, the possibility of you know, full legalization on a national level. Do
1: Amazing, you, right? That's even a thought.
0: <laughs> that, it, that it's been right. talked about. Right. What, what
1: do you think about that? Um, I'm uh, cautiously optimistic. Um, I think I'm still. we're moving Club M to be more regional. Um, we want to be in Las Vegas. We want to be in Michigan. We want to be in Maryland. We want to be in, in Portland. Um, in, the, in the states that are legal and that, you know, are able to support delivery and have a good cannabis community and have good cannabis products being developed there. You know, uh, that's, that's very important to us. Um, but uh, I think that, uh, that legalization is still a few years out.
0: Yeah. Uh, Michigan's not quite legal yet, is it? it? They're medical. Okay. They're medical right now.
1: They're close to being recreational. It just depends on the week of what's going on there from a CBD perspective. But overall, it's, they're medical. Do you put CBD in the box sometimes? A lot of our products do have uh, CBD in them. We do blends, 3-to-1, 2-to-1, 1-to-1, 20-to-1, different blends because people like it. We do have a Life box, which is a CBD subscription that's available anywhere. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's all CBD subscription box. And that one's a little bit more expensive. It's $140 a month. Um, Primarily because we put some pretty high-end, really high-quality CBD products in there. And um, we we can deliver that throughout the world. People love that box. Wow.
0: So same idea. They're getting way more than the retail price and value. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, people who like CBD would definitely be interested in that. Oh, yeah. And it's a great
1: box. And and we're getting more and more people in that. And part of the the, um, legalization of what you're talking about marijuana, but CBD itself... Is becoming more and more accepted everywhere. I mean, it's legal in almost every state in the, in the United States and 40 different countries. So that one's easy, and it's not federally challenging to go across state lines with it for us. So we can we can service a lot more people with it. Plus, it's a really beneficial molecule. People love CBD. I mean, it's really the healing part of the cannabis plant.
0: Yeah. Well, I've heard, uh, I think Cheech, Cheech or Chong, one of them, said, well, all cannabis is medicinal. Yep. Um, and as some of what you said earlier, you know, change your mood, uh, create the perfect moment, uh, socialize, all these aspects of experience. Oh. Um, you don't have to. And be... so that's
1: a loose interpretation of <laughs> medicinal that having a good time is actually good for you and, and, and healthy. So I get that. But um, overall, there's the recreational side of using cannabis and there's the medicinal side of using cannabis. Now, He's right in the fact that most cannabis does have CBD in it or some amount of it, but overall, there's not a significant amount of CBD in the most higher potency THC products, um, which is why the blends are getting more and more popular because they're putting CBD in to be a one to one or a two to one or three to one type thing. But CBD by itself is an amazing product because um, you don't have to be high to get healthy. You know, and there's a lot of people that that need that CBD for a lot of reasons in their lives. One, just to recover faster. Two, to sleep better, right? To reduce pain, to reduce, you know, to help you bring your homeostasis, to, you know, bring hormones into balance, to uh, do all sorts of things. You know, uh, we were working with a lot of different athletes and and creative people and programmers that need that so that they can, you know, have a clear mind and move forward. So while you're, the
0: club inbox is... Recreational and yep. your life box is more medicinal. Do you see those converge? Are people interested in both of them? Oh, absolutely,
1: absolutely. I mean, the cannabis plant is so diverse. There's so many parts that are just designed for our body. That plant is, you know, it's it's almost silly that 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 plant does so much for us and it's so hard to get, yeah. you know. Yeah. And and it's it's interesting and you could really go down a lot of conspiracy theories of why, but. Um, I just know that I'm I'm glad I live in an age now, which feels very much like the Internet initially when it came out. And then when social media first got really, um, you know, big and and hit the scene is that there's this community and thought process of hope and support and and light at the end of the tunnel and how we can do something that's beneficial uh, and profitable and and changes people's lives and changes, you know, our economy. And, you know, there's so many more economies that have been stimulated by such an amazing plant.
0: Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, you and I worked together years ago, and one of the big catalysts was the, you know, Charlotte's Web and Mm -hmm. these videos of little kids seizuring with Dravet syndrome hundreds Mm -hmm. of times a day and then the discovery that, hey, there's this plant that we all know of that Mm -hmm. can even that out. And and then from there, kind of moving into things like PTSD, you know, all kinds of things that where the plant can help with anxiety, with arthritis, with pain, on and on. Correct. So being against it is like being against, you know, aspirin and apple pie. I mean, that's,
1: that's, that's a, that's a good way to look at it, a good perspective on it. What I would tell you is that, you know, most people also say there's a lot of other things that can help with that as well. However, cannabis itself um, as seem to support, you know, at least relief, at, if not support other, you know, also good diet, exercise, all these type of things, you know, it's not a miracle. You know, I don't want to sell it like snake oil, right? But, uh, it definitely, um, is beneficial and we don't know all the things that it can do. We need it to be federally legal so that the hospitals and the doctors can do more testing on it. Um, and, and really, you know, figure it out. I'm definitely very, um, Hesitant of the whole uh, synthetic world and people trying to create, uh, you know, a reproducible, patentable version of this. I think the organic version, the full plant, is what everybody needs and most beneficial overall. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I see it all going.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and when it is studied, you know, when there's not just one farm in Louisiana putting out crappy weed mm-hmm. for for clinical studies. We might get somewhere, and just the knowledge of the endocannabinoid system mm-hmm. that we now know we have—we have receptors. All and more our people, doctors,
1: and people looking at it and, and watching and testing—it's it's it's a uh, brave new world, and we just kind of you know know what we don't know right now. Yeah, we're not quite to the point where we actually know everything we need to know, and there's a lot more studies that needs to be happen. But what you can, based on what you were saying earlier, you can see that cannabis is helping people you can see changes in people's lives and there's confusion and there's misinformation and there's you know old wives tales you know that are out there and you know we need to we need to be more accurate we need to really look at it and for yourself do your own testing you know try it see what works for you you know we've found that location geography sex time of day you know there's all sorts of things that change how your body receives that it, you know there's been studies that said that you know uh, your body can only process 60 to 90 milligrams of cbd at any one time you know after that any more is just a waste except for when your body is in a tra- traumatic state you've just been in an accident you just had a very huge stress type thing and then your body adapts and will take more because it needs it to help regulate there's lots more studies i think we do let's talk about weed the
0: Cannabomers podcast Scratch the surface. There's so much more to learn, and one thing you can do as an individual is just experiment a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you, you try a small amount, see how that works for you, see if it has the desired effect. Right. But it's it's sort of a brave new world, and it's up to all of us who own the responsibility for our health to try this tool responsibly and and not expect it to be a cure-all. It's it's a one plant, and like you said, your, your diet has to. Come along, your your fitness in other areas has to has to contribute to your overall health, but it can be part of your of your well being.
1: Correct, correct. Yeah, I think um, what you're talking about indicas and sativas and things like that. I think what we're learning now is terpenes play a big part in that, and and really that's what determines indica sativa or moods or sleep and the effects. And paying attention to that. And what I'd say is, you know, that starts to get really confusing. You can get into a rabbit hole of trying to study and figure that stuff out and really to find a reputable brand that is that has kind of figured it out and stick with them. You know, um, there's a couple of, of brands out there. Elixinol is one. Um, dosage is another. Um, 23 is another that are just companies that have kind of built, figured out those terpene profiles and created mood-specific um, products. So Elixinol is CBD and you mentioned dosage. Yeah, dosage. They used to be called Humboldt. Um, they're the pins that say sleep, pain, relief, those type of things on them. So, you know, that way you don't have to figure out, do I need Gorilla Glue number four or, you know, purple cookie number eight. like <laughs> right. that, that stuff. What, what is that? Yeah. But you can just go, oh, I want to sleep. So you buy the sleep pen. Oh, I want to feel, you know, less pain. You get the relief pain. Right. I want to I have a, an exciting moment. I'm going to buy the passion pen. Right. Those type of things. Um, are are becoming more and more prevalent. There's another band called, uh, brand called Candescent that does that with flower. You know, they breed their flower for specific terpenes. They grow their with, with, with terpenes to get you to feel calm, connected, cruise. You know, those are the type of messages. And that's you know making it simple and easy for you to figure out what's going on.
0: Yeah. Well, as we learn more about the plant, we can get more focused on on creating those those special effects. And exactly. I mean, it's not like back in the day when you would buy a dime bag and who knew what was in there
1: exactly we don't need any more oregano (laughs) so um we
0: talked about somewhat about the box and uh the experience i want to get back to the idea that you created this as a membership Mm -hmm. and uh, you know the idea that you're joining this club you're affiliated with other people who are like-minded. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Sure. So Club M is a place where people can share and grow and get connected. Um, We do events pretty frequently throughout the year, throughout the state of California. We invite our members to join us there from time to time. We're different trade shows and love to see our members come come out. Um, They get connected on social media, on sharing, and and it's just a neat place to see people get connected. Um, Additionally, um, club M itself is growing into uh, kind of a concierge service where people are asking for hey I need this I need to help with that and we're helping them find you know specific cannabis products we're helping them create specific um, private events um, we've done several musicians several athletes um, we've met a lot of stars you know here in Southern California it's kind of a hub and it's it's neat to see what's what's really neat to see is the amount of you know, high-tech people up in the in the Bay Area that, you know, are loving our products and, and connecting, you know, that way as well.
0: Cool. Now, um, you're an entrepreneur and we know in, in business, when you create a brand, it's sort of a given now that your customers own it with you. So, you're talking about your customers asking you for certain things and getting involved in the community. Where do you see this taking your business? Um, you know, you've, you've created this thing and maybe it morphs into other things, right?
1: Yeah. So, uh, concierge service was kind of the first change that, um, or additional service that we saw our customers asking for. The next, um, was helping to promote events, um, working with other brands to do that. What we initially did was help market and build other brands. And that was the challenge I was talking about early on. That's now it's a lot harder to do because there's not as many of them. Um, we we have less, pool of creative people it's a little bit of a growth thing that's been challenged for us because we loved working with those it really helped us remain creative and help craft what our our clients got we had a lot of input there to to do that but uh what we're looking for now is the opportunity to be able to uh, take club m more mainstream throughout the united states the Lifebox was one of the first things that allowed us to do that with the CBD products. But we're working um, closely with other states to be able to get that done there as well. Cool. So um, with the sort of
0: disappearance of some of these smaller players, do you right. see a growing corporatization in, in this market? That
1: is a fear. Um, I haven't seen that. Uh, California specifically has done a really good job at, at making it so that uh, you know, it has to be very local. Um, it is an, a big hurdle for several of the smaller brands to, to get through. Um, it's and not everybody that's creative is a business minded person. And there's a lot of legal legalization rules, regulations, governmental paperwork, money, finance, insurance, things that, you know, a small business in any small business is hard to deal with. And cannabis just adds a whole nother layer of that. And a lot of it, Truthfully, is just lack of education, not on the business owner, but on the government side. They're just making it so difficult. You know, they're treating cannabis like it's you know rat poison almost. You know, they're trying to protect everybody from it. When I can have Doordash or Grubhub go to you know any liquor store in my neighborhood and have it in my house in ten or fifteen minutes, and the fact that I have to make every little company jump through you know by, by just a random unlicensed guy will deliver this liquor right to my house or i can order prescription drugs online and have it delivered in the mail or join a wine club or a beer of the month club and have it delivered by the us mail and and it's just uh, that the extra bars and extra uh, barriers that the government is putting on cannabis is, is a little bit uh, obnoxious yeah and uh, i i hope just like wine and beer were 10 years ago a lot, you you couldn't do, you didn't have the access that will have a faster ramp up, and soon, you know, they'll start to see that this regulation is not only inhibiting people from getting a product they want, but that they're they're over the top and and um, not necessary.
0: Well, and like you uh, commented earlier, you were, it was easier for you before legalization, um, so
1: it was le- easier to access product mm-hmm. and it was less expensive for people to purchase it. It wasn't easier from the logistical or the legal standpoint of getting products to people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still very challenging, and there's a lot of education that has to do it from that standpoint.
0: Yeah. Well, and is it sort of a patchwork? I mean, every, every county and every city in California can have a different
1: setup, right? Right, which is, again, um, great. I love local government. I love working with local government. Um, but it does cause an extra layer of confusion for somebody that, like my business, that delivers our product all over California, um, and they don't put those regulations on Bevmo and their online business. They don't put those regulations on CVS and their delivery business, and it's a little bit. I mean, yes, I think the local government should be able to say what business operates in their city. I think they should set regulations of when and you know where those businesses are located. I wouldn't want a liquor store next to my kids' um, preschool, right? Or a high school, probably more to the to the point. But those are the those are the type of things that I think local government needs to look into: zoning, safety, those type of things. But the regulations of you know each individual city deciding if my product can actually even be available or in your territory, in you know, brought, brought to your customer, is. Is ridiculous. And the amount of taxes that I pay for the state and each individual city is, um, you know, more than tobacco almost, which is proven to be a harmful product um, versus cannabis, which is not.
0: Yeah. Well, what you're saying is certainly a, a disincentive for all the people who maybe had dollar signs in their eyes when. Legalization came to California was like uh, this gold rush of right. people, and I'm
1: not gonna I'm not gonna say that this that um, that this is not hurt the business, but it has slowed it for sure, um, and it's definitely weeded out some of the some of the people that should not have been in business, right? The the people that are were from the very beginning not following any of the laws, any of the regulations. So this has made it. Very difficult, if impossible, for those people to be out of the business, which is good. But it's also really challenging for those people that are, you know, creators, farmers, bakers, you know, making edibles, those type of things that are, you know, that's what they want to do. They didn't get in this to to become a lawyer. And that's right. a service that Club M hopes to be able to continue to help. But it's also very challenging because, you know, you have to have a registered and legalized place to distribute these products, and the 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 process of how to do that is challenging. You know, the grower's got to bring the flower to the producer. The licensed producer's got to keep track of that. Then the licensed producer's got to be the distributor. And the distributor's got to take it from that. the Distributor's the one that's got to do the testing. Who collects the taxes? They collect tax. Then I have to collect tax. You know, it's a whole. Nut- it's it, there's just so many regulations that don't exist. In any other industry, sure, you know? the
0: whole supply chain. Um, but you know, there's an abundance of caution and and, and mm-hmm. maybe maybe too much. But again, it, it, it's a unique product. It's it's not an avocado. You know, it's something that has intoxicating. Yeah.
1: Um, Properties, correct. So you you do need to make sure it's safe. Um, I wouldn't say intoxicating, <laughs> but I would I would say definitely euphoric. Yeah, but but definitely, I mean, but on the line, I mean, if you want to use the word intoxicating, again, we compare it to the to the alcohol world, the beer that you brought to you know today to our podcast, right? Um, you didn't. You could walk into any grocery store, show your ID that you're 21, pick it up, and bring it to me, right? It should just be that simple.
0: I had to stand
1: in line for a while in Sprouts, but I got I got there eventually. Um, well, and or you should have used DoorDash and just have them delivered, all right? Which is again what Club M would like to do. And you know somebody that's of age that can prove that they are of age um, should be able to purchase cannabis that easy. Yeah, without undue hassle. With undue hassle and and undue regulation and undue you know. Do I want an eight-year-old to drinking this? No. What this beer, right? What's what safety precautions are on that? There's not a, a child safety law on this bottle, right? The, any any eight-year-old could go into your drawer and open this and start drinking it. And um, when it comes to packaging and looking at, you know, Stone Brewery, right? Which is what we're looking at right here. They've got you know cartoon images. They've got you know inviting graphics. And those are things that are being limited on cannabis. And it, it, does some of that need to be thought about? Yes. Do we need to be responsible? Yes. But un, unlike stone brewery, cannabis is also taxed out the door, has to have um, weirdly um, weirdly restrictive packaging rules. And on top of that, a logistical nightmare to get from one to another to another to get a, create a product. Yeah. So they're they're making it very difficult on almost every aspect while taxing uh, a ridiculous amount of, of just a land grab.
0: It's, so that's the part of your business that's gotten more onerous since legalization is as a, as a marketer and a distributor.
1: You're you're paying a lot more tax. Absolutely, and unfortunately. I have to pass that on, mm-hmm. right? The, the client has to pay that tax. So now something is 30% more expensive this year than it was last year. So the,
0: the contents in the box are, are a little smaller than they were because they, they're more expensive.
1: Uh, no, because I, I deliver the same amount of retail value Um, you still get $200 worth of product for a hundred dollars a month, but before you paid zero to 8% tax on that, depending on what city or province you were in in California or County. I mean, but now you have to pay 30% tax on that $97. Wow. That's a hefty tax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: That's way more than alcohol. Exactly. (laughs) I hear what you're saying. Well, given all that, um, what do you see? I mean, I think I saw something last week about California had $61 million in tax revenue. Exactly. So, uh, in the first quarter. Right. And, and Colorado has paid for schools and all kinds of
1: things. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't pay our fair share. I'm not saying that we pay more than our fair share. It's an excellent opportunity to, to do that, to, to provide and upgrade California and the states that we're in with an additional revenue stream to our state. Absolutely. But let's be reasonable. Yeah. If it was 15% that would be amazing, right? That's a lot different than 30.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, we can sit here and speculate, but over time, you know, we talked about better research on the effects of the plant. Will there be more wisdom in how we handle taxes and some of these other things as we go. I don't know. What, I hope so. Do you have a crystal ball? Do you, what do you think?
1: <laughs> I hope so. Um, the, the California has proven that they, you know, they're uh, batting about 500 on those type of decisions in my mind. You know, um, they've given a moratorium a couple of times on, on on laws. They've been pretty flexible in the cannabis world. We still pay a ridiculously expensive gas tax, you know. So I don't know. Maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe they want. I hope so. I hope so.
0: Well, we're the the fifth largest economy in the world now.
1: I mean, we're we're bigger than most countries. So, yeah. is it fifth or fourth? Didn't we make I think we got bumped yeah, up I think to it four. Just ticked up, yeah. Yeah, four, and we're the third largest cannabis market in the world.
0: Wow! So you picked the right place to launch this thing. It's doing all right. <laughs> so uh, I I probably we already talked about where you think the business is going. You're trying to probably position yourself for national distribution. Um, in case that day comes. Yep. Um, uh, sort of in partnership with your customers who have asked you for concierge-type services, um, events. Um, what, what else do you see in the future for, for your business and for cannabis?
1: Well, uh, Club M's future is pretty bright. Um, we have a lot of great clients, and they're bringing us good ideas and good connections. We find most of our good ideas from them. Can you drop any names of, like, athletes and famous people Mm,
0: one of the one discretion is yeah
1: it's very important i one of our very public uh uh, people that talk about uh our product is Taylor parks she's a uh singer a hip-hop artist out of la and she's on tour right now she's very public about our products um uh, i've worked with uh, snoop Dogg. i've worked with uh cheech and chong um those guys they all love our products um you can check out our Instagram. there's lots of people out there that that share and love our product, you know um, I love the um
0: inspirational nature of your Instagram stuff. It's just thank you. every day there's something that I look at and I go, yeah, wow, that's cool
1: and, and they're all the, each month is a different theme, and that's what we try and do is share those thoughts and those inspirations to help everybody upgrade their lives and not be one of those you know Instagram that just shows pretty women with flower. Like that's pretty much uh, what you'll see on a lot of different brands and we really want people to take to heart what we're talking about each month
0: yeah um, but with like celebrities and athletes I mean there's more athletes uh, who is the the um, UFC fighter uh, Diaz Nick Diaz mm-hmm. who openly vaped uh, CBD after a fight and I think that's when you saw the Google trend line go straight up yeah um, there's uh an NFL player who was trying to, um, a, a guy from the Dolphins, I think, uh, who... Ricky Martin. No. Not Martin. Ricky. <laughs> He's a different guy. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. He's got his own company going, but there's a guy who got injured, and he was on Sanjay Gupta's latest special on CNN, mm-hmm. where he was trying to get an exemption, and I, I don't think the NFL will do it. They're, nope. Yeah, they're not going to do it, but, you know, he made a very persuasive case that he was choking down opioids and not feeling very well and decided to just hit on a joint and that killed the pain and he's so much better off. Um, But you know, they're not going to allow that yet. Uh, But the, but the point is there's, there's celebrities, there's athletes, there's people from all walks of life who are taking cannabis, experimenting with it, taking CBD and there's not as much stigma as there used to be, and we can probably expect that to to continue and for more people to come out of the closet.
1: I agree. Yeah, I, I hope that's the case, and you've seen that to be the case, I think, in a lot of press and a lot of people. You know, a friend of mine's uh, movie about uh, cannabis and how it's benefiting people was just in Rolling Stone magazine. You know, we've been in all sorts of international magazines and national magazines throughout and newspapers, L.A. Times, New York Times, all over the place. So people are talking about it. There's the buzz out there. Um, and it's definitely uh, something people want to learn more about.
0: For yeah. Sure. What, what's the name of that movie?
1: Oh, it's The Science of Weed. Oh, James... Um, That's uh, Lindsay Ward, okay. the producer of that, yeah.
0: Okay. We'll look for that, Science of Weed. <clears throat>
1: well, what haven't we covered yet? Um, just... To be open to opportunity. I think that's what Club M is about, is the upgrading your lives and, and being open to opportunity and things to learn. That um, uh, I know that every event and everything that I go to for Club M, that's what I'm looking for, is to, to meet people and learn more and, and be open to, to new experiences and uh, uh, becoming a better person. Um, I did an event in Las Vegas uh, with a Viceland TV show. Uh, where I launched the twenty four thousand dollar box with a rapper called Two Chains. Uh, he was amazing they were very gracious working with them and and uh, it was great you know talking to him and his team and his his crew but uh, he was also doing something there with Tommy Chung and Tommy Chung I got to be in the green room for a little bit and talk to and I only knew him you know from movies and and his public persona, but I got to spend a lot of time with him he's an amazing guy. He's, it was really, you know, learning a lot about him and how much he cares for people and how much he wants to help people use cannabis to heal themselves and just how artistic he is and what he cares about and, you know, the legacy he wants to leave. It's I, I just am constantly amazed about the quality of people that I meet um, in this business. You know, there's Ophelia Chung, who's an advocate for all sorts of different um, cultures and, and um, people in the cannabis world and marginalized groups and veterans and she you know she inspires me all the time and she's tough as nails you know and uh, there's uh, Carl learning who's created a uh, uh, a woman's sorority around cannabis to help ladies you know learn more about and and upgrade their lives and and heal themselves how can you become a member of club in is it is you have to be in california have to be in California, except for if you're going to get the Life Box. If you're going to get the CBD Box, you can be anywhere in the United States and 40 different countries we deliver to. Um, but uh, to get the Marijuana Music Munchies and Merchandise delivered every month, you have to be in the state of California. You can go to joinclubm.com. Just put in your proof of ID and um, sign up. And it's, a, it's one of the best subscriptions ever. There's no commitment. You can pause it at any time. You can cancel at any time. Well, you know, remember your birthday. It's it's just a good deal. We're happy to have you. Thanks for taking the time
0: to uh, speak to our listeners about uh, Club M and and uh, some of your adventures, and uh, maybe we can do this again sometime.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for listening to Let's Talk About Weed, the Canaboomers podcast with Thomas
0: J. For more on medicinal cannabis for baby boomers, visit us at Canaboomers Thanks, Chris. All right that's a wrap